What can a sponge and a stone teach you about being a successful entrepreneur? Stay tuned and find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur. My name is Tracy Brinkman. What is up? What is up? What the hell is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to your daily dose of rock-hard absorption learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman, and you, well, that, my friend, is infinitely more important. You are a driven entrepreneur or one in the making. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, and just start leveling up with some great marketing, personal, or business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. And that's why I'm here hitting you with a, another solo success episode coming to you straight from the Dark Horse HQ as we dive deep into success with actionable advice tips and steps designed to help you level up your game because as we already know there are no shortcuts to success in business or in life except for taking those little steps towards goal every single day now before we kick this off i want to make sure you keep getting all these solo episodes as well as the amazing interview episodes from the guests i'm lucky enough to bring on so you want to go on down there, smash that subscribe button while you're there, go ahead and hit that five-star rating, drop us a few kind words in the reviews, heck, ask questions. I read every single one of those reviews, leaving these subscriptions and ratings and reviews, tell those podcast platforms that you're getting some value out of the Dark Horse Entrepreneur. They give us a little bit of a lift in the rankings so that we can reach more driven entrepreneurs just like yourself. So if you're getting that value, take a moment, show the love, and help spread the word. I appreciate you. Now, if you remember in episode, what was it, 201, Larry Hankin, the actor and stand-up comedian with his 50-plus years of experience, started sharing about absorbing things, right? He had absorbed uh, the poetry factors that came out when he started getting into writing, even though he had gotten into poetry for that sole purpose of meeting girls and a little bit more than meeting girls. But I spun off that with hearing that... I think so many folks forget about this absorption factor. They believe the misconception that most successful business leaders achieve their greatness because they're insanely genius. And, you know, don't get me wrong. When you look at folks like, you know, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg, Reed Hastings and Warren Buffett and a few others, that's probably very true. I mean, if you think about it, they have achieved much higher levels of success than even their peers have. So without a doubt, you have to at least say those dudes are very sharp. They're probably smarter than me, right? They're probably smarter than you and me, all right? But you and I, Ah, yeah, the average entrepreneur, we can still tap into this vast wealth of knowledge and intelligence if we simply intentionally absorb things and we have some lofty goals to apply to them, which is what I want to chat with you about today. Now, in our desire to absorb, right, we want to be like the sponge, but we also want to be like the stone, right? And I think I would almost argue that any entrepreneur or leader, this sponge and stone will really, really likely define 
your success or to find your likelihood of success. How much can you be like the sponge and how much can you be like the stone? All right, Tracy, what the hell is a sponge and stone when it comes to entrepreneurship? Well, I think in entrepreneurship, the sponge is someone, obviously this one's pretty easy, that is out there seeking out and absorbing information, right? Um, they're highly curious. You might even say they're a little bit obsessive about gathering the data and learning from it, not just gathering, but they're actually learning from it. Our, our sponges are out there. They're learning from their mentors. They're learning from advisors and they're learning from their peers, right? They're not afraid to learn. They're always going to surround themselves with people who can help them, right? They build and then they tap into the network of people that they have around them. They're very willing to engage the folks they encounter, even in passing. They'll ask questions and they will listen and they will learn, right? Then they take it a step further and they study their heroes, the people that they look up to. There's probably at least one or two folks that they want to be like, right? So they study those heroes, he or she, that they are striving to be like, and they're going to soak up everything possible about that person. Now, mind you, their heroes don't have to be in the same line of business. They don't even need to be business people. I mean, for instance, one of my heroes is Bruce Lee. Not a business person, but certainly his look on life had a huge impact on me starting from my early teen years when I started reading the, the Tao Jikondo and I originally picked it up because of the martial arts aspect and, you know, all the other philosophies that came inside of that book. And I've learned from that book and others since then totally changed the trajectory of how I thought and how I looked at life. So study your heroes. What made them successful in, well, why are they your hero? Whatever reason they're, they could be an artistic hero. They could be a television hero. They, whatever it is, something about them makes you look up to them, study them, find out what it is that made them tick and absorb what is useful from that and discard the rest and then come back and review it later on. Because as you've heard me mentioned before, you may be ready later on for new lessons from your same heroes, or you may just have whole new heroes. Okay. Uh, another thing our, uh, our sponges are doing is they're reading graciously, right? And that reading could also mean absorbing the books via, uh, audible, uh, and other, um, read versions of literature you know they they tend to take in as much information as possible and i'm not talking about just your uh, social media content right while well, there's some of that that comes into it they're out there and they're devouring content that's going to help them lead the the lead the pack, you might say, of their entrepreneurial venture. Heck, they're even out there devouring fantasy and fiction, right? They read manuals. They're, they're reading uh, how-to books. They're reading personal development books. They're reading uh, entrepreneurship books. They're just feeding on the information. And here's what's really cool about that. You may get some cool idea from reading a book, but then if you read another book, and you're like, oh, I got that idea, this idea over here. But if I combine that idea with this idea, I got the idea I got from the second book. Oh, and that just gave me a whole new idea that's not in either one of the books. You start getting ideas that are just something you would have never even conceived of prior to diving into this information. So our sponges are out there 
devouring information and it's helping them create new thought process and completely new lines of thinking and ideas. But as I mentioned, as you heard me mention before, you're not just, you don't want to just be a sponge. You're going to want to also be a stone. And what I mean by being a stone is you're determined, right? You've got that stone hard conviction. You're going to get shit done. You might not be the smartest person in the room, but damn it, you will be the hardest working person in the room. And that brings about you that hardened conviction to get that shit done, that tough-minded belief that whatever you're going after, whatever the charges, uh, the challenges, whatever the hurdles, whatever stumbles, bumbles, trips, or falls are there that you encounter, you're still gonna cross that finish line, win, place, or show. The stones, yeah, they know they're gonna hit rock bottom, right? They're gonna... They're going to be dropped from the top story. They may reach some heights and all of a sudden come crashing down. They're going to crash. They're going to bounce, but they're going to stand back up. And some of them might even hold that as a badge of honor. You know what? I reached this height right here and then I made a bad move. And whew, bam, I crashed. But I stood up. I swept up the chips. It may have come off my skin and I'm on my way back up to the top once again. They display a certain level of fearlessness, right? Almost shameless and are always willing to go that extra mile. Our stones, they believe the impossible is possible, right? Yeah, I can see you nodding right there, right? You're out there. You're like, man, I know it's possible. I just haven't figured out how to do it yet. So I'm going to keep reading the books and I'm going to keep absorbing the information. I'm going to keep trying new things. Heck, I might even have to go out there and invent some new solution to make the thing I'm trying to get done, get done, right? You believe that the impossible is possible. And our stones, yeah, we're engaged in multiple projects at once. Now, this may sound counterintuitive because you've heard me mention a number of times, focus on a couple of things at once. I get it. And I'm not giving you conflicting advice here. What I'm saying is you may have multiple projects in the hopper and project A has moved to a point where you're waiting on someone else. Well, rather than sitting there on the sidelines waiting, now you can grab project B and begin to move it forward with the next few steps that you need to take on it. And then when project A is back in your lap, just for you to start moving it forward. Well, then you put down Project B and you go back to Project A. And what you're doing is you're single-mindedly multitasking, if that makes sense. I'm not saying you're trying to do both things at once, but you kind of are doing both things at once, right? You got Project A to a point where you have to wait for someone else to move it forward. You know, it could be data analysis. It could be any number of things. So now it is off your desk. So rather than sitting there again, I'm repeating myself and twiddling your thumbs and waiting, you pick it up, pick up, pick up that project B and you just move that sucker. For, picture, picture yourself sitting at a round dining table and in the middle of this table is a lazy Susan, right? One of those um, uh, flat pieces of wood that rotates in a circle. And on this lazy Susan are various 
dinner dishes with entrees that you want to eat. Well, you can't certainly eat them all at the same time, but what you can do, man, in one hand, you grab that fork or that spoon and you get it at the ready. And with the other hand, you get the, your, the first plate that you want to devour and you move it in front of you and you take a few bites. And as you're chewing, you move that plate to the, ne- to the next person and you move to your next favorite dish and you start, you, you swallow and you take the next few bites and then you rotate and you take the next few bites and you wrote that your projects can be the same way that's you're never eating from more than one plate at the same time right multitasking i almost think is kind of a misnomer you can only work on one task at a time but you can certainly rotate those suckers around on that lazy susan of life and keep picking away at those bites until they're empty or until you're full So get out there and sponge up everything you can to inspire yourself and all those amazing new ideas that you want to have and to get things done. And then be like the stone. you just ever moving forward, bouncing back up, grabbing, sweeping away your chips when you fall from a height. Um, Get up dust yourself off and keep moving forward. And remember Friday, we're going to talk about those five hard lessons that every entrepreneur must learn. And you're either going to have to learn it through someone else's story or your own. All right, my dark horse friends and family, I know you want to keep getting all these solo episodes as well as all the amazing interview episodes I'm lucky enough to have on the show here for you so be sure you go on down there hit that subscribe button while you're there yeah that's right leave us a five star rating drop us some kind words in the reviews these subscribes ratings and reviews are your way of telling you're enjoying the show they tell those podcast platforms to lift us a little bit up in the rankings so that we can reach more entrepreneurs just like you so please get in the value yeah that's right i know you are if you are take a moment show the love and help spread the word. Then, once you do that, come on over and join us in the Facebook group. There's going to be a link down here in the show notes. Uh, or you can just go to darkhorseschooling.com backslash darkhorsetribe. That will take you right there. I look forward to meeting you in the group, answering your questions directly. And I share lots more content. And I tease it uh, uh, often here in these episodes. So, in the meantime, you get out there. You run your race. You get your results. Come on into the Facebook group. Tell me all about them. I want to celebrate with you. Until next time, think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman. 